I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, short message from my number one sponsor, NetSuite. Here's the deal. If you're a business owner, you don't need them, NetSuite, to tell you it's tough to run a business because it is, right? We all know that. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. They're the world's number one cloud-based business system. They give you the visibility and control of your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. You want to join over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. So schedule a free product tour now at netsuite.com slash school. That's netsuite.com slash school. One thing we haven't spoken about is how do you develop a customer? What's the best time, not just to get referrals from a customer, I spoke about that once, and I'll repeat that in a while, but how do you take a customer who's bought from you once and you know turn them into a real raving fan? You know, how do you Essentially, in the brokerage industry, we called it. Well, I'm gonna sneeze here. There's fucking fire, so there's shit in the air. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you know, it's coming. Anyway, how do you take someone in the brokerage industry? Call that second trade them. In other words, someone would come in, right, and you'd sell them five thousand dollars worth of a stock, right? And then you know you wouldn't really make any money on that, but you would show them what you could do for them, and hopefully you'd make the money, and you call them back a week later. Right after their check hit and after they kind of saw that you were real. And it really didn't matter what was going on with the stock. Obviously, you want it to be up. But the point was just by them becoming a customer and seeing that you're for real, that they sent their money in, that the stock showed up in their account, that it was legitimate, right? Uh, you know, people are smart. They get that. Okay, so now they're willing to spend essentially or invest more money. And, you know, because they wanted a certain outcome in the first place they were just dabbling to start so that's true pretty much in every industry you're in now sometimes you know listen if you're if you're a car salesperson right it's not you're gonna sell someone a car and the next week you sell them another car right that's you know probably not gonna happen unless you're selling for someone else in the family right so that's a little bit different right um so it's really more about getting referrals um you know building your business by maybe you know helping other people in the family but it's really not like a repeat where every few weeks you're going to get another big sale out of them because it's just not like that right but in other industries it is like that in the information industry when you're selling pro programs even like mine or if you're in insurance where you know, you start off on a smaller program and there's other many other types of insurance you can sell them you know or in a network marketing industry where someone starts off and they're just dabbling with something at a low level and they decide to upgrade in other words once you open up an account with someone they become a customer that's when the relationship really has a chance to begin that's when you can really start to grow it don't look at that as an end point. That's a beginning point. Because the bottom line is, is that, you know, if someone bought from you once, it's your job, your obligation to make sure they have a great experience. You want to, again, this goes back somewhat to, you know, creating customers for life. But in the context, of let's monetize it. In other words, it starts with this one overarching concept. You must under promise and over deliver. That's how it starts. Like, for instance, with this program I created here, right? I started off with weekly intensives, and I promised X, and I delivered X times 10. I added things on. I created a much a more robust back end. I do a little extra Q&As, okay? I put bonus trains up. I'm always doing things, and I work harder at it to make sure that every single person who signs up for this knows that not only am, am I giving them, you know, the value they expected, but they're getting more value. 
And I want them to understand that's the philosophy of how I operate. So everything they do with me, every product I ever offer them, they understand that, you know, whether maybe it fits my needs or maybe it doesn't. But the point is, I know one thing that this guy's got a track record of over delivering on his promises. That's key. So that's where the whole process starts. Make sure that you manage expectation effectively. Don't promise crazy shit. Don't duck phone calls. This goes back again to customers for life. But now let's talk about the monetization end. Like, what do you do now? So, you know, you sold someone something, right? You promised them why. Not only do you deliver why, you delivered why and then some, and they're happy. They're thrilled, right? Well, number one, you have no way of, of selling them something else or giving them more value unless you call them or write to them. So you got to keep in touch with your people. I want you to look at this as a program. I, I always think in terms of programs. I would never just go about like willy-nilly trying to sell someone something. Like, okay, let's say, I, you know, listen, I have a certification program, right? That's an incredibly robust program for salespeople where they get certified, they go through training, they get they get tested. It's, it's a much different thing, right? But the, the point is I would never just launch that. Like, oh, I'm interested to see if someone wants to buy that, right? If I'm going to do that, I'm going to actually organize it and do it, ask every single person in a regimented way the same day in the sales cycle. In other words, you know, they start off, they spend X number of days in this program. I want to know on what day is the best to call them. Think about your business. Now, everyone has a different business, right? Whatever your business is, I want you to map this out today. What is the best day in the cycle? So you close the sale on January 1. A Monday. Let's say that check, they pay for it three days later. So the check hits three days later. What's the best day to approach them with another product to sell them something else? And remember, the key here is you don't want to be doing this just to make money. That's not a reason to sell someone something. That is not sustainable. You can make a little money over the short term, but it's not going to end well. What I'm talking about here is something very different. What I'm talking about is if you have products that really are going to benefit your customers, that they could really need, that they really need, that they could really use, and that will resolve some pain point. That's what I'm talking about. And by the way, you, maybe you don't have that right now, but I want you to find it. Go out and get it. Take a good, hard look at what you're doing. If you don't have something right now to sell the people you've just sold to, then you're making a big mistake. Because you're doing them a favor. You know, someone just bought from you. Let's, let's flip the switch here. Look at the other way. Watch, right? Someone just buys from you. You over-deliver. You gave them a great product. They're thrilled as hell. They love you. They, they're like, I made a great decision, right? Well, doesn't, don't you think that person would want to know if you had something of great value to them? That would, like if they invested $5, I'd get back 50 or 10 or whatever. Don't you think, they want, don't you think you're obligated to tell them? See, the problem is you, you stop thinking like they're selling. You're giving value to people. You're a provider of value. And yes, as salespeople, we get paid handsomely for that. It's because nothing happens in this world until someone sells something. But it starts with you, number one, recognizing that this is nothing, this is nothing evil or manipulative. This is how business operates. Every great Amazon, one of the you know, probably best companies out there, right? Apple, they always think in terms of a, a host, a community of products, a series of products, getting people into the community so they buy one thing, they buy 10 things. With Apple, their entire resurrection was based on what? The iPod, 
little freaking music player. That's how it all started. And once people got that, then the iPhone, of course, became sort of the, the you know a host suite of products, right? And they make the pain of disconnection so high because you love the product so much, then you buy everything Apple. Amazon, the same thing. What they they tried? They started selling you books. They're like, well, wait, wait a second. What else can we sell to you? Not because we want to rip them off or be, you know, aha, we got them with books, and now we're going to get them with everything. No, people want to be sold to. Or let me put it: people love to buy. They hate to be sold to. So you obviously don't go out there like some hard charging salesperson. You're a provider of value of convenience. So if I have something that I know is going to be of great value to you, you know, shame on me if I don't make it easy, I don't make it affordable, and I don't put it in front of you and let you at least know about it. Now this is very different than the than the disingenuousness that you see there that really freaked me out. It started this whole this this um, program I have with free webinars. That's disingenuous bull. Well, they'll sit there and they'll waste a couple of hours of your time pretending to teach you something, but not teaching you anything. And then they slowly transition to sell you at the end. And they bait you, they get you wet the whole time by telling you how great this is. They don't teach you anything, right? That's not what I mean. That is disingenuous, it's bull****. And that's why my business is flourishing now, because I said, no, I'm not doing that. If I'm gonna train people, I'm gonna Train them. You can't train people and sell to them at the same time.